Hello, everybody. This is the House of Dark, and welcome to a new episode of Real Talk. We about to jump into this, but before we, before, <laughs> I'm gonna say this. Um, before we do that, I want to actually, I was gonna say something, but I'm gonna say it after this. There, actually, I want to give a shout out to. There is a podcast people who start who favorited my. I, I think I already mentioned you, Luke. That you know, shout out to Luke, who uh, who owns his own pizza shop in Davis. He is officially favored my podcast, and I appreciate that. Butterfly braids, that's who it is. Butterfly braids, uh, hair story, favorite of my podcast. Uh, I'm, I apologize for not giving you a shout out before, but this, they're about talking about their, what's your f- known hair story? And they're, they're about being professional celebrity hairstylists in New York. So check them out. And once again, thank you for following my podcast. I 100% appreciate it. It's butterfly braids. Go check them out. Okay. All right. Now let's get into this. But before I get into like talking about this movie, I'm going to say this first. Kong is the king of the monsters. I'm just, I'm sorry. Kong is king. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. For those who, I'm sorry. If you guys watch Kong and Skull Island, you'll understand why I, I say Kong is king. But before we, you know, that that's why I say it. That's why I say it. That's why I say it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if you guys don't agree with me, but I have to say it because I'm, a, I love King Kong. I think he's, I think he's the best, but let's get into it. Uh, tonight we saw Godzilla king of the monsters. Although I don't think he's the king, I think Kong is king. But anyways, um, I was like, I'm not gonna lie, I was not. I seen the first one. It had uh, Brian Cranston and and Alan, what is it, Aaron Taylor Johnson and Elizabeth Olsen and stuff like that. And I think what's his face was in it too. Uh, Ken, yeah, Ken uh, Watanabe, he was in that as well. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. You know, I thought it was a pretty good story. And so I was like, I was about it. I was about it. I was like, yeah, and I like the fact they like then they did Kong. And, and, and it's all in the same universe. So, you know, so you're, you're eventually is leading to King Kong and Godzilla throwing down and probably eventually working together. Um, shout outs to, so, you know, now you have the sequel to Godzilla, uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters. And I just want to say shout outs to the cast. They got all kinds of people to be in this movie. For those who, who've been paying attention to the promos, they got Millie Brown, Bobby Brown. For those who don't know who she is, she's in Stranger Things. She plays L. Yeah, L's the name because they, she's eleven. Yeah, or just that's what she's known as. It is very hot out, out in this area. You would think at night it wouldn't be hot, but it's still hot. Um, they got Zhang Yi to be in the movie. Charles Dance. For those who know, don't know who Charles Dance is, he was the bad guy in um, uh, the Golden Child. He was in the Golden Child. He was in Last Action Hero. Uh, for, 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 most of you guys probably would know him from Game of Thrones. I didn't know him from Game of Thrones. I knew him from Golden Child. And then he was also, he played the antagonist in Last Action Hero. And I want to say he was in Howard the Duck, but I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But uh, yeah, he's, I didn't think he was still alive, but he, he's, he's 72 years old and he's, he's kicking it. I didn't, he is 6'3", guys. This man is 6'3". This brother's tall. But he's, yeah, he's in, he's in this movie. Uh, for you Friday Night Light people, Kyle Chandler is in it. He played the, the coach. Uh, like I mentioned before, Ken Watanabe, he returns as his character from the first movie. And then we have Bradley Whitford from West Wing. I'm sure my mom be, is happy about that because that's, that West Wing's her show. Uh, we got, we got Ice Cube's son, o- o- O'Shea Jr. up in this joint. He was killing it. He, he was pretty good in this movie. I was like, hey, that looks like Ice Cube's son. I'm like, that is Ice Cube's son. Uh, a couple other people I saw, I was like, hey, I recognize him. Uh, David Strathairn, for those who don't know, he was in the, uh, Jason Bourne movies. 
he was part of uh, Project Treadstone, and then he was part of that organization that was trying to hunt him down and stuff. But uh, I just want to, before that, you know, there's other people in there that I want to give a shout-out to. Get a shout-out to Aisha Hines. She plays, um, God, what is the character's name in this movie? She's like the, she's in charge. She's part of the military, and she's in charge in the, in the movie, and she killed it. She killed it in this movie. Uh, and then shout out to Elizabeth Ludlow. She plays uh, this pilot, and she killed it in there too. She survives. I, I spoil it. She survives. You know, you get you know sometimes you get too many black people in one movie. They they try to pick off one, but she survives. That's not a spoiler. It's not kind of. <laughs> Anyways, I, I think it's a, I, I, let's let's get started real quick about how people felt about it. When um. I, I read, here's the thing, I'm, I'm not going to lie, I was not, I think I mentioned earlier, I was not 100% sold on watching this movie. I wasn't. And it was not because I didn't think the movie was going to be good. It's just, the Kaijo monster universe is not my thing. I think I, I think the closest I got was Kong. I mean, I've seen Kong, I've seen the, like, the old versions, I've seen a new version. I've seen Mighty Joe Young, it's kind of like his miniature version of Kong. I was always, like, I always loved King Kong, and then when Kong... The Skull Island came out. I was like, I'm about seeing. I literally have the gigantic. It's in a protective case. Y'all don't know. I have a Funko Pop, the gigantic Funko Pop of King Kong sitting on my table right now, and he's in a protective case because I'm all about that character. Kong is king. Uh, there's that board. There's that tabletop game, King with the Monsters. Guess who plays the king? I'm telling you, y'all don't understand. I'm all, I'm all about that character. So, but. Godzilla, I mean, I knew about Godzilla. I mean, who didn't? You know what I mean? And about all the other monsters involved from Rodan to Mothra to Mecha Godzilla, all those characters. I knew about them. I just wasn't into them like other people. Like, I knew people, I know people who are into them. I mean, they knew, I mean, down to backstory, like, like, uh, origins and all that stuff. And like, even, we're talking about the old, even like the old Japanese ones where like Godzilla was like breakdancing and drop kicking people. People are into all of it. I mean, and I get it. I get it. That stuff is cool. I mean, and I and it's it's one of those like genres where the monster genre is like on its way back and it's doing a really good job coming back into uh, to update to be redone and now with new graphics and abilities and skills that we have today in the industry you definitely you're getting the best like time to have these monsters come back so uh, online a lot of people had like mixed reviews I think what, what Rotten Tomatoes gave it what uh uh, seven out of ten. It's not a bad. It's not bad. No, IMDb gave it seven out of ten. Rotten Tomatoes gave it forty percent. And then, like, I'm not even trusting Robert. E. Uh, he said three out of four. That's not bad. That's not bad. Actually, three out of four is almost near perfect. So, here's the thing. Um, because one of the things I read online it says all the great monster fights do not make up for a bad story. I'm gonna just say this right now. I don't think the story was bad. I think the story was very flowchart. It's not, it's not, uh, I mean, there's, there's, like, just like in the first Godzilla, there's the, ele human element has to exist. And as much, and then you, you guys know how I feel when I talk, when, when it comes to the human element. I hate the human, I hated the human element in Michael Bay Transformers. And I saw when B Bumblebee came out, I was worried about it, but Bumblebee had a more balanced human element in its storyline, in, in its story arc. Uh, Dumbo had way too much human element. It made no sense why there were so many people involved when it had to be about the elephant and the animal friends. Helping him get his mommy back. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, you know, that's what it comes down to. But, uh, in, in these type of movies where the monsters don't physically talk, 
you do need to help the human element to kind of keep the story going. I get it. It's fine. And, you know, in, in the first movie, you had it with Aaron Taylor uh, Johnson, Elizabeth Olsen, and Brian Cranston. That's the family human element involved. And this one, you have Millie Bobby Brown. Uh, what is the actress's name? I was just looking at it. Uh, Vera Mar- uh, Far- Farmiga and Kyle Chandler. That's the family element that's involved. And so, you know, and then you have, obviously, you have Ken Watanabe coming back because he's directly connected to the monsters and the organization known as Monarch. So there's a, there's a, you know, so there has to be an human element. And of course, you can't have these giant monsters running around, you know, jacking up cities without the military being involved. And that's where you have characters like Aisha Hines and O'Shea Jr. coming in. They all represent like military persona and stuff like that. So it all makes sense to certain like human elements have to exist. And they make sense. Like obviously like the, the human, the, the, the ones that are fighting for the right, you know, for the monsters. And then there's the ones who are fighting for family. And then there's the ones who are like, look, I don't know, man. So you always have to have that side. And then you also have to have the, the element to where they're trying to use these monsters for their own selfish, uh, gain. That's what Charles Dance's character is for. So it makes sense that you have to have those kind of elements. It's just sometimes, you know, they, they, you know, in certain movies, they run wild and I kind of hate that. I feel like in this movie, they did a decent job. I mean, they still kind of screwed up stuff, but it's because they're people and they always think they know better. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you'll, you'll see why. You'll see why. Uh, I'm not going to lie. The monsters thrown down was pretty dang sick. I was like, this is pretty awesome. I, I am all about, man, I'm telling you, there are scenes where when Godzilla shows up, they're pretty awesome. When, uh, uh, um, oh, when like, I mean, it, they, the one thing about this movie I have to give them credit for, they go right into monsters. They go right into introducing them. They, you know, it's one of those things, cause if you watch the first Godzilla movie, it took a minute. They're established, they, they established a relationship hard, like with Brian Cranston's character with, you know, and stuff like that, and then with his son, and then have his, his son's relationship with Elizabeth Olsen's character, and his son's play, is played by, you know, Aaron Taylor Johnson. And his relationship with Elizabeth Olsen, and it's just it, it it's a gradual thing, and then you eventually start being introduced into the monsters, and it's establishing stuff. I get it, and in this movie they did establish that, but it was faster. I mean, you immediately start being introduced to Mothra and you know uh, Ghidorah and then Rodan. I mean, it, it was like it was it was it was boom 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 boom. I was like, I feel like they did a good job. And it's a two hour movie, guys. By the way, it's two hour and twelve minutes, and I felt I didn't feel like it was two hours of a movie because they you they put you in monster like throw down immediately immediately and i was it was so it was so good the pacing was really good i you know it, you know it's one of those you know how when you watch a movie and you finally get the like I, I i'm gonna say it and i know people are probably gonna get very upset when i say this you got a movie like super eight and I know in Super 8, part of the stigma, or not stigma, part of the mystique of that movie is not knowing what the creature is right away. And then when you finally get it re- revealed, it's like in the last, like, 20 minutes of the, of the movie, and he's not that, I, I'm not that impressed. I, like, didn't care about the creature at all. And then when he finally left, I'm like, good, this movie's crap. <laughs> I'm glad it's over. You don't get that from this movie. You don't get that from this movie, and I appreciate that. Um, I do feel like there is a, a Thanos, uh, mentality in this movie for those who don't understand that go watch infinity war and then go watch Endgame, and then you understand what i'm talking about <laughs> no seriously you gotta do that in that order infinity war then Endgame, then you understand the mentality of thanos and so when i say the end i'm gonna start calling it the thanos complex 
you know, right next to the Mary Jane complex. And then you'll understand what I'm talking about. So like the Thanos complex is, is in this movie and you'll understand it when you, when you watch the movie, unless you already know what I'm talking about, then you aren't, you don't No, You should still see the movie the movie's still pretty dang good. Um, I didn't know there was 30 Godzilla movies out there actually, in all honesty. I didn't know. I actually didn't know that. I knew there was a bunch, and we're not even we're not even including the Matthew Broderick one. We're so not including that one. I just they tried they tried to Americanize it so hard, but it was really bad. And then they tried they, they had the animated series that was just as bad. But they tried. But we're we're not gonna acknowledge that one. That was that's the you know the black sheep of the family that we don't want to admit existed, but it did. That's the Star Wars Christmas special that we don't want to admit that had happened, but it did. <laughs> that's the that's the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles next mutation with Venus de Milo that we don't want to admit that happened, but it did. <laughs> What's funny is it's funny about this movie too. They said that you know I just saw a review that said they had too much human drama. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Not in this movie. I don't think it is. I think it had to happen. You, you like I said, I, I'm arguing the, once again. I'm arguing for, about the human element because I know how much I hate it when there's too much human involved, and you it, you can understand how much it messes up a movie. In this situation, this time around, it didn't ruin it. It kind of it kind of had to happen a little bit because you once you understand there's. They're all connected. Cause this movie takes place. It's supposed to take place after. What is it? Five years? Is it five years after the first film? Yeah, it's supposed. To, I think it's supposed to take like five years after the first film, and then you'll you'll understand. And then in the movie itself, it uh explains the family's connection to Godzilla originally, and you'll see. And it's like it's right away. They don't like they don't like mince about it. They don't take forever to explain it. It's right away. So, and I think that's the one thing that saves this movie. Like, they don't, like, they don't sit there and, like, him and ha about it. They literally get you in it and explain stuff right out the gate about why certain people feel a certain way and why others feel a different way, why certain characters act, you know, act a certain way. And so it's, it's, it's very, they're very smart about it, you know? And I feel like this movie also, like, gets right in, like I said, it gets right into the monster fights, it gets right into, like, introducing the, like, the, 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 the characters that we care about the most, which are the monsters. It really is. Uh, is it, it, can we do less with, do less humans? Yeah, sure. Why not? It is, cause we are, in all honesty, when you go to see a giant monster fighting movie, you're about seeing the monsters fight. You know what I mean? And I mean, all honesty, that's what we're there for. We're there to see Godzilla literally throw down with all these monsters. That's 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 a fact. It, it, we really are. And so, the less see, I'm, I'm the problem is I'm torn on this one because you kind of needed the human element in this movie. In these type of films, you kind of have to, and and this one it wasn't bad. It actually it, it pushed stuff along. And it didn't hurt. It didn't hurt the movie. I don't think it hurt the movie. I think there was plenty uh, of kaiju fighting happening. I think there was plenty. Could we have done more? Sure, because in this movie they introduced a bunch of characters. We, I mean, we're talking about. I mean, you, you, you in the trailer we saw Mothra, Rodan, and Ghidorah, but they introduced a bunch of other ones too. And they even made references to King Kong in this one as well. So could we have used used? Here's the thing. Could we have been happier with more? 
Godzilla throwing down other other kaiju? Sure. I mean, why not? But it would I don't want to say cheapen. It would take it would mm, what I use the word cheapen. It would desensitize us. That's what it is. You know, because once you once you get them throwing down with every monster, you're like, eh, we've already seen this. So the fact that they kind of like they kept it very specific, like who he fought, because it, you know I think it's very it's it keeps you looking forward to him throwing down. And not that he didn't fight, you know, not that there wasn't fights. It's just it wasn't like every time you turn around he's fighting somebody. Because I, I think it has you have to balance it out, or else you just be it, it just you will lose the anticipation for him to throw down with the next monster that's that's what i feel you know every time it's like, oh he's fighting somebody again who did he fight oh look he won oh yeah he he, he mouth blasted him okay yeah okay you know what i mean so i felt that's part of the reason why it was limited they saved that they you know they introduce characters they throw down and then they save the big stuff at the end and i think it was smart it was it's good for build up you you have to build up michael jackson called it the sizzle you can't just don't don't just go right into performing. You got to sit there and stare at the crowd and let them lose their minds. You know what I mean? Before you throw down with the first song. And, and I feel like that they had to do it in the movie, too. And you had to get everything built to the point to where to like get to the final fight between, you know, the monsters. And I think that was important. So I don't I don't think I don't think it was a bad move. By how much fighting was involved with with like like Godzilla and, and and Rodan and stuff like that, I think it was just, I think it was just enough, you know, because you, you don't. Once you see one fight, you see them all, kind of thing, and so they have to kind of space them out and do them a certain way to where they're different. Like you want them to be different from the first movie, obviously. So that's why you have to make him like stand out. And what would he do differently from the first film that he didn't do? In, you know that he he's gonna do that. Godzilla's gonna do in this film. And how how is this fight versus like say Rodan would be different versus like what's his face in the first game movie? I forget what his name is. Or his fight versus Ghidorah versus his fight. And you know what I mean? Is I feel like it it had to be done. It it was done smart. It was done smart. I just people. I, you know what it is? We're all greedy. We're all greedy. <laughs> We're all greedy and we want to like, we want everything. And I, I don't, I don't blame them. So I think, I think it was done well. And I, and I look forward to, cause apparently the other movie that the sequel is actually being filmed now. I, I think it's being, I, I, one of my buddies there and he's a hardcore Godzilla guy. Uh, cause I think Godzilla, a new Godzilla movie is supposed to come out next year. I'm looking at it real quick because I, I could have swore they told me that they're filming the new one already. Uh, yeah, it's the Godzilla versus Kong. Now that's going to be great. Don't get me started. It's called God versus King versus King. Really? Or oh, that's, oh, that's the promo of what it's supposed to be. I think it's going to be great. Hey, they got the guy from, uh, Deadpool 2. I think it's going to be fantastical. Kong versus Godzilla is going to be fantastical and I look forward to it and I can't wait. And so so March 2020, March 13, 2020 is the release date for the new Godzilla versus King Kong movie. And so yeah, that we already have we already have it's apparently being yeah, it's film is being filmed right now. So we're going to be getting that really soon. I got my girl Denai who plays Okoye in the MCU. 
in in this one. Well, they brought wow, they brought back everybody. So I I, I think I think th- you know what it is. I think this I think this genre is is it was due for a comeback, and I think they're doing a smart job how they're doing it. And not the I mean the fact that you got two big figureheads of the monster industry, King Kong and Godzilla, and they're both like. And they both had their own solo films, and then you had the sequel, and now you're gonna have the crossover where they meet, they, they throw down, and it just, and it just, I, I look forward, I look forward, you know what it is? I actually look forward more to Godzilla versus Kong than anything, because I, I just, it's, Kong is king, he's, ex- I like that character so much, so I think it's gonna be great, I look forward to it, it's gonna be exciting, and I, I think this movie was a good build up leading to that, you know, you know, he, Godzilla shows he can still throw down and stuff like that five years after the first movie. Because I, I, I swear it's supposed to be five years after, like, his first film. So, or the one in 2016. So, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. I'm excited. I hope you guys are too. So, in usual House of Darkness fashion, I, I let me let me, let me me sum it up real quick before I go. Uh, before I say how I want to grade this. I think the movie itself, it, it was a good balance between human element and monster fighting, in all honesty. They didn't, they didn't, they didn't pull like, they didn't pull like a Michael Bay where it's like, you got all this crazy, like, interaction between like, like, the, like, whole thing with like Sam's family and stuff, and all that stuff with John Turturro's character. It was all that kind of craziness they did in my, like Michael Bay. They didn't do that in this movie. I felt like the, the human element in this one was necessary and all of their, all of their connections to the monsters was necessary and how they all were involved. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't over the top, but it wasn't like lacking either. So I think it was smart. And all the fights with, with, with Godzilla and all the other monsters were done well. It wasn't like, it, it didn't, it wasn't super saturated with it, but it wasn't like, well, we're so and so and so and so. How can we didn't get so and so and so and so? So I think that was smart. And everything was, everything worked itself up to the finale and it, it did a good job with that. So with that in mind, guys, as usual House of Darkness fashion, Super unscripted and it's late. Uh, I feel like Godzilla, the king of the monsters, is a solid eight. Eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. It's a pretty good movie. I, I walked in there and I was like, I'm, I hope this is good. And walking, I'm like, yeah, this is pretty good. This is a pretty good movie. Uh, what would have made it a ten out of ten? Uh, Ultraman? I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm making, I'm making that up. I'm, I'm lying. I don't know. I don't, I just feel like, I, I feel like I have a thing about the human element. I always do. Like, I, I feel like that, like, there's too much of them in any, anything that has to do with, when the main character is not a human and there's a bunch of humans running around in it, I hate it. But these guys were not bad. And so that's why I'm like, eh, you get an eight out of ten. They did a good job. The monsters were really cool. The music was great. I think it did a good job. So check it out. G- give it a support. We're getting Kong versus Godzilla next year. So if you hate it, it doesn't matter. It's still coming. So, <laughs> but I think it was good. I enjoyed it. And I, I feel like, you know, any of you who love to see these monsters throw down, who are big, either if you're a Godzilla fan or a Kong fan or a Kaiju fan, I think this will feed that itch that you would have to see these huge. You know what I like about this movie too? I was thinking about it when I was watching it is that you have these larger than life creatures, like literally changing the landscape of these areas like they're when they when 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 one of them throws down like the entire like location gets completely redone like 
It really does. And then, and that's not even including if they use any, like, energy beams, like Godzilla's powers and, like, Ghidorah's, like, lightning and stuff like that. And I, I always enjoy it because I make characters who are not that big but have that level of power. So it's always feeding me with an idea how powerful I should make my characters in my books and stuff like that. So my House of Darkner books are having are being fed by these kind of stories where like, yeah, you know, this guy is like six, you know, six three, two hundred something pounds, but he can like destroy an entire city with his fist. You know what I mean? And so these kind of movies feed into that. And I love that. And it just it's so cool. You know, you would expect like a hundred foot monster be able to destroy an entire city and he walks into it, but not a not a 200 pound 62 individual you know what i mean so i i like that's why i like it because it just it goes me go like you know i'm gonna take that and and, and downsize it to a, a normal size character but to be just as powerful and just as scary you know what i mean so i i, I this is one of the things about these movies i like and and the one thing that godzilla did for me for sure is feed my writer part of my brain and so it, it's definitely making me think about how i want to write how i'm working on my new book my my soft reboot I am calling of the, my of the Darkling Chronicles about House of Darkness. So I'm very I'm very excited and, and I do and that's part of the reason why I like this because they the storytelling of it was done well and the larger than life aspect of it was like really smart like these are huge creatures fighting nobody's safe you know what I mean and it's like how are you gonna survive this kind of stuff it's so it's crazy and it's done very well. You know, and I think that's probably why Pacific Rim did as well as it did because of these larger than life creatures. How are man, how is mankind going to survive all of this? And then in this situation, mankind is like literally the they're practically the spectators and these these monsters fighting each other. And you know, and while they sometimes do help, they they can't help but be victim to what these monsters do. So it it it, it, it is like very sobering, you know, kind of situation. Like you you are you're not the strongest being on the planet you know what i mean kind of stuff so I, it's kind of cool i like it so that, that and so yeah eight out of ten for godzilla king of the monsters i can't wait to see godzilla and king kong literally fight it out next year so it's gonna be great so that's it guys for me this house of darkner uh it's a late night but i did i did enjoy that movie i'm not gonna lie it didn't it, it literally it, it was better than i thought i was gonna be i'm not i i'm just gonna tell you the truth and I, I wish I knew more. I wish I was a more kaiju type of guy, but I, you know, it's what it is. What it is, what it is. But it did make me like it that much more. And I know of the characters, but I'm just not deep into like some folks. So go check it out. Go support it, man. We have what? We're, we're a week away from Dark Phoenix. So get ready for that, guys. Oh man. And then like, and then after that, we have some E3 stuff happening. So yeah, big announcement, guys. Like. I, I know I, I, I don't on a regular talk about video game stuff on this channel, or on this channel, like it's YouTube, on my podcast, but E3's coming coming up uh, on the 12th, 11th, 12th of June, and there's a big announcement for Final Fantasy VII Remake, and there's a big announcement for a new Avengers game that's being done with the Crystal Dynamics, and I think Square Enix involved, so... We might have to do something about. We might talk. Might have to talk about it, and I might have to get back uh, pixelated Takoon and probably like Eight uh, Bit Perry get over here and have a good conversation about it. So, uh, let me know what you think about that. But also, let me know what you think about uh, Godzilla. If you liked it, do you hate it? Did you love it? Do you like these type of movies, like the big monster films? Um, what do you What do you think? Who What's the next monster you want to see show up? Like Mecha Godzilla? I know there's a bunch. I just don't know them all. But um. 
Let me know what you think about that. Are you excited about Dark Phoenix next week? Are you, ex are you excited about E3? Let me know what you guys think, all right? Once again, this is the House of Darkner. I appreciate you guys for listening to this. Big shout out to everybody who follows me on or favorites me on Anchor. I appreciate it. I'll talk to you guys soon.